Hey y'all, make sure you stick around after I say goodbye in this episode because Brandon Kennedy's song, Love You Don't Prove, will start playing. Uh, He will be playing Open Mic Night this Wednesday, December... Hold on, let me check the date because I don't want to screw it up and say the wrong thing. Wednesday, December 4th, this week um, at Mocha Moments. It begins at 6.30 I know that he would love to have the support of all of you out there. Um, I'll be there. Uh, If you come out because you heard his music, come stop by, say hello. Um, Give a little shout out. Uh, I'd love to interview you as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you enjoy his music. Hi guys, this is Jessica. I'm here with Brandon. Uh, We met, what, two days ago? Two days ago? Um, he is a singer, songwriter, musician, something like that. Okay. Um, so I guess I kind of just want to interview him, ask him some questions. He writes all his own music, so I kind of find him uh, intriguing to uh, listen to. Um, just so everyone knows, this is Flavor by Jessica Podcast, and uh, I'm going to introduce you to Brandon. I'm going to let him take it away. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Brandon, and I sing and stuff. Sing and stuff. <laughs> Why did you start, or how did you start? Tell your story. I started as kind of a coping mechanism. Yeah? Yeah. From? From uh, some trauma when I was 16. I was paralyzed from the waist down. I was in a coma, and got some pretty difficult health problems since then. And uh, it was really just... Uh, learning how to uh, to live like that or like the way that I have to yeah it's just uh, it's, it's been a process and uh, I guess uh, I'm still not used to it yeah <laughs> I don't know if you ever get used to that yeah, I don't think so you know especially when first 16 years of your life it's just a normal kid you yeah know? and then you have this huge life changing experience so why, how did the coma happen? Um, I received the meningitis vaccine when I was 16 because I was going to need it anyway and my sister was getting it before she went to college. And uh, I had a bad reaction to it, caused my immune system to attack my brain and my spinal cord. And they didn't know um, what was going on until it was too late. And uh, almost too late, I guess, yeah. I was, uh, I was in the coma for, I don't even remember how long. I wouldn't remember how long. Wow. Um, but uh, when I came out of the coma, it was uh, right about around the time when uh, the doctors had told my parents that uh, if I didn't come out of the coma pretty soon, I wasn't going to make it. So, yeah. Um, my mom prayed, and... Uh, pretty much told God that um, I'll still I'll still uh, worship you even if you know you take my son and uh, yeah the next morning I came I was out of it out of the coma and first words to my mom were everything happens for a reason and God has a plan which is like an answer for her because she uh, was like God speaking through me, because I was pretty out of it still. Right, right. So I, it was kind of a big deal that I could even put a sentence together like that. Yeah. Prophetic. And so my mom took that as, you know, 
God speaking to me. So. Right. And that's how you got close to God, or were you close to God before that? Um, I grew up in a Christian home, but I didn't really take it that seriously until after that injury. Um, but I don't take it serious enough, I don't think. I mean, I try, but I guess we're all imperfect people. So. Right. I think everybody's trying, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't really know until you know, right? Yeah, that's right. And you don't know because you didn't die, so, you know, yeah. that's probably a good thing. Yeah. So you were an athlete before all yeah. this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a, a kicker on a football team. I was really good. And uh, I was planning on going playing Big Ten football in college. And uh, I was planning on my goal. I had my heart set on it was going to the NFL. And I was... And I was kind of like nothing is going to ever stop me from getting to the NFL and that's what I'm going to do and uh something stopped me <laughs> yeah it was like God Just definitely God definitely didn't want me to go to the NFL or something didn't want any more comas <laughs> <laughs> um so uh yeah cause after that I could still kick after I got the use of my legs back but I wasn't nearly as good as I would have been. I still made All-State Honorable Mention, but I wanted to be the All-State kicker. So, I wasn't... I didn't, uh... I didn't really, uh... I guess the, just my legs didn't have the strength that they had before. So, right. So, right. Yeah. So, what, what happened after that? What did you... Instead of football, what did you choose? Um, well... I didn't really know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> right. Any, well, obviously. I didn't have any backup plan. You know, right. I just put all my eggs in one basket and then... Then what? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and so... I, uh... Went to college for business because I didn't know what I wanted to do. That's what everybody seems to do, right? Right. <laughs> and, uh... That's true, yeah. Um... And, uh... I had written my first song when I was 18, and it wasn't very good, you know, but I... I'm sure it was good. He is very not good at saying how great his music is. His music is incredible, so don't even let him fool you. It was the first song. It's got to be bad. That's true. Okay. It doesn't have to be bad. It's just got to be a little rough around the corners. first song is bad. I think it's probably going to be good. It It would be better than my first song. It was kind of sing-songy, and uh, I was so afraid to sing in front of anybody. Do you have it up on your... No. Is it, is it Rav Nation, right? Reverb Nation? Reverb Nation. Reverb. I'm going to mess that up forever. Reverb. Reverb. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so yeah, you... you can, anybody can Google me, Brandon Kennedy, musician, and it'll be Reverb Nation at the top there, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they de- and you all should, because he's incredible. He's not going to say that himself, but he's very good. <laughs> So after business, didn't you say you did criminal justice for a little bit too? Yeah. Um, yeah I finally uh, changed my major to criminal justice. Decided I was going to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. And uh, why? I just thought it'd be more interesting. Because of your dad, or my dad was a cop for a little while. Right. And uh, I thought it'd be a job that would keep me interested, and it wouldn't be the same thing every day. Right. Right. Different things every day and stuff. Um, so, uh, 
Yeah, and then I had my first grandma seizure from my injury. I didn't even know that I had epilepsy. I had my first grandma at school, and my professor said, um, if you got epilepsy, you can't be a cop. How old were you? I was 20. 20? Yeah. And it's been happening since? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have to change up my medication sometimes and, you know, switch it around and stuff right. so, that, so that I can, uh, so like it just seems like it, it's okay for a little while and then it'll change or something. Right. Um, so. So what kind of things come with that? Because I, you know, I have diabetes, so I experience like the low blood sugar and I know when it's happening or when it's about to happen. So I'm assuming you kind of know it's about to happen, because I think you told me that, right? Yeah, yeah. I can, that's why the only reason I can drive is because I can <clears> feel them coming on, slowly progressing, getting worse and worse until it peaks at the point where uh, it's going to stay um, or get worse in a grandma. So um, So how many grandmas have you had total? I don't remember. Too many to know. Wow. Yeah, sometimes I don't even know that I had one. Somebody will be like, um, or like, I won't know that it got that bad. Yeah. So, like, start, and I'll tell somebody, yeah, this thing is starting, and I just kind of sit down for a while, and then all of a sudden somebody just walks over to me and is like, you know what? I was a grandma, right? Do you have, no like, idea. advice for somebody who doesn't know how to deal with the seizure? Like, you know, you hear all the stories like put something in their mouth so they don't bite their tongue off. Is that real? No. Should I put something in your no. mouth if that happens? No, Just if you try to do that, you probably lose a finger. Oh, yeah. okay, good. That's good to know. <laughs> my friend Claudia, I always talk about Claudia on my podcast and she loves it. I work with her and she always says to me that she heard this thing one time that um, you, if you bite your finger like you bite a, like a carrot, you could be able to bite through your finger and so anytime she eats carrots she has like this desire to bite her own finger to like see if she can bite her finger off clearly she hasn't but she talks about it every time i see her eat carrots so i'm not gonna try it if you ever have a grandma seizure in front of me just so you know okay i won't i won't so is it something that you know you can like do you know when it's gonna happen or does it just happen anytime anywhere um, it's random, you know? Yeah. It's random. Go, come on anyway. So, yeah. Um. So after, um, not doing the cop thing, mm-hmm. after that, what did you choose to do? Uh, at that point, I was just lost, you yeah. know? And I was writing songs, you know, just kind of for, for, uh, just to see what I could do, I guess. And, um, and, uh, and uh, my brother-in-law, who's a math teacher, told me he wanted to be my manager. <laughs> nice. At the time, we were both living in Minnesota. Okay. So, uh, so uh, I was like, sure, yeah. And played my first paid gig that year at St. Cloud State University. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. How many people were there? Was it like a big auditorium? Was it like a cafe? I like a cafe. Okay, yeah. nice. So, it's cool though, it was paid. Kind of cool. Yeah, it was really cool. This, uh, this girl was there listening and uh, she uh, she gave me a note after I got done. And-
and uh, yeah, it's like it's almost like kind of like an answer from God to me, like because um, I was like, I don't know, I'm supposed to do this. I don't know, this is from wasting my time or whatever. Right. Yeah, it sucks about being a singer songwriter is you don't know if you're good or not. Everybody likes their own stuff. That's right. why they write it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I I totally get that. I ask me because I like to sing karaoke a lot, yeah. but I feel like, you know, I know I'm good, but it's like, am I good? Yeah. So I know how you feel. And uh, at the same time, it, uh, I guess the point of it becomes like work is that you play it so many times to make sure that you got it down. Right. That you're so sick and tired of playing, hearing it by the time you, right, <laughs> you perform, perform it. it, that you don't know if it's any good. Yeah. You don't even know if it's good anymore. Or anything, right. So. so, out of all the songs you have, tell us about your favorite and why you wrote it. Um, my favorite one is called Love You Don't Prove. Um, and it's just kind of all about having somebody in your life that uh, I wrote it for my dad, actually. But I incorporate, like, a relationship with anybody. Right, try, okay. Trying to make it, like, if you have a relationship with somebody that you're dating or whatever, right. you can, you know, apply it to that or just somebody in your life that you love at all. Um, yeah, so it's about somebody just, you're trying really, really hard to get the attention for, uh, for just to know that that person cares about you. And, right. Uh, so... Yeah, the chorus is, I'm still waiting on you and all the love you don't prove, so, yeah. Yeah, that's intense. Yeah. <laughs> but has he heard it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. You should send it to him. He likes to show it off to people sometimes. Like, yeah, that's what my son does. But, you know. Yeah. But does he, does he know it's about him? No. Okay. No. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. So, uh... He didn't, or he doesn't know what he was the inspiration for it, so, yeah. Why don't you tell him? It's not important. That's important. Two dudes don't tell each other stuff like that. Yes, they... <laughs> you don't, but you could. I would. But I'm also really loud and pretty much say whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> probably why I'm doing a podcast because I feel like my voice is supposed to be heard or something like that you know so relationship with your dad a little rocky but he's still your dad so you love him and you know what about your mom tell us about her my mom's a saint yeah love her to death yeah have you ever wrote a song about her uh no I uh I no no not yet. No inspiration has hit you yet for that. She, uh, she's the kind of person that she's so selfless. She would never ask that. Right, she right. Never asked for that. And she, uh, yeah. She, she's. I don't think she'd like the attention. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I can see that. But anyway, what I was saying about that. St. Cloud State kick is yeah, yeah, yeah. note that I got from her said you're going to be very famous someday. She said I love your music and you have a great voice. So yeah. I kept that note for like two years. You still, do you still have it? No. No? I think my wallet went through the wash. And oh no, that's the worst. But you did keep it. So if she's yeah. out there listening, you kept yeah. that note forever. 
well, forever until it wasn't forever. <laughs> <laughs> Took it till it, or kept it till it uh, got worn out. Yeah. 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 I uh, was never comfortable singing in front of anybody. I'm still kind of not, but. I know. But he's really good. He should be. <laughs> yeah. I always feel like I'm standing out. I was going to ask you, are you going to sing open mic here the first week of December? That Wednesday? Maybe. Well, I was going to say, if you are, I'll post this episode the Monday before. So uh, then people can come hear you in uh, real life. Put you right on the spot. <laughs> Everybody will be here for you. Oh, we're also at Mocha Moments right now. I feel like I should share that because they're so kind and they let me record here. I don't get kicked out of this place. So shout out to Mocha Moments. Thanks. Um, yeah, I guess it was, uh, it was pretty encouraging last one. So I think uh, kind of like I, I can go so long without playing in front of people. And uh, then, uh, then I like start doubting myself and I have do it again just to get some kind of, you know. Motivation? Some kind of. Confidence? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> to get some kind of, uh, what's the word? Um, I guess we'll use confirmation, you know, just that I'm okay, like, because otherwise I start doubting myself, I'll give up. Right. But, so, yeah, I mean. I might. I hadn't played in three months in front of anybody until last Wednesday. Because I stopped playing after my fiance broke up with me. So, that was tough. Right. Yeah. Did you write any songs about that? Yeah. The new one that I wrote, it was the last one I played on Wednesday. What's it called for the audience out there who wasn't here? It's called, it's the first one on top of the website. It's called... Yeah, I'd let them know. They, yeah. they don't know. I know, they don't. Yeah. It's called, uh, uh, Walked By Me. Yeah. So, yeah. So all you ladies out there who have been heartbroken, it's a good one to listen to. Or gentlemen, I should say, because, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, it's all about that. So. Just one? Yeah, just one. That's it, one and done. Yep. Heartbroken, write a song, peace out. Yeah. It, is, uh, it is tough when uh, you like you've almost like planned your whole life with this person in your head, and then all right. of a sudden, it's not the plan. Right. So, yeah. I think we all kind of know how that feels a little bit. Yeah. So it's a little bit inspirational for people out there who yeah. are going through that right now. Yeah, I had a couple friends to kind of slap me across the face, not literally, but say, Brandon, you gotta get out of the house, you gotta start meeting other women and stuff, because this is ridiculous, you know, it's been... Just so all the ladies who are listening out there, he's very handsome, and he sings very well, so, you know, yeah, you should look him up, get him up, we'll get him a girlfriend. He's chugging his water now, making him nervous. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, I finally hadn't played in three months here, and then, uh, came out Wednesday, spurred the moment, told Chad, I was like, you wanna go play? And he was like, yeah, I wanna go play. So, so yeah, we came here, and Chad played a few cover songs, and I played a few of mine, so. 
Mm -hmm. And who, so tell us who runs. Would he be offended if you like promoted Mocha Moments Open Mic? I don't think he would be. I don't think so. Okay, so tell, tell his name and kind of give his little story of why he does it and when he does it and all that good stuff. Who? Jesse, right? Is that his name? Oh. The guy who, yeah, who runs Ramirez. the... Jesse Ramirez runs the Open Mic, yeah. Okay. He's like a teacher's aide or something. Really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's been running it for years, I guess, because first time I played here was uh, 2017, and uh, yeah, he's been kind of, but I've only uh, been playing the songs that I played last, you know, last Wednesday, like Love You Don't Prove, and um, This Road, and Walked By Me, um, those were new, like, a year yeah. ago, so... So are they your, like, top three, or are they just, like, your top three that you felt you could sing out loud? Do you know, have one specific song you like? It always surprises me because people, uh... People always, uh, tell me, like, that they like a certain song, and I'm like, really? Why? You know, because I think it's, like, stupid or something. And they're like, oh, that's my favorite one, and, and stuff, yeah. and, um... But like you said, when you listen to it 12,000 times, right. you don't love you don't, it as much as that person who's only heard it once. Yeah. Um, I, I like my song clearly. It's on piano that I wrote. Yeah. Are you still playing piano often? Uh, when I can, you know. So what instruments do you play? I know about the guitar and the piano. Is there anything else? I started on the drums when I was a kid. Okay made my parents really happy. Yeah, I'm sure they loved that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I started on the drums. I picked up guitar when I was like 16. Started playing piano when I was 20 because I had a girlfriend that taught me the first part of The Fair Elise by Beethoven. Okay. You know, so I, she taught me that and I just ran with what I knew for those chords I wrote my first song from notes that I knew on the piano. From that? From that. Wow, <laughs> Just, that's awesome. It's called Hold On. And uh, people, <laughs> like, I don't know, I'm playing piano for three weeks. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, though. It's so nice that you can just catch on like that. Yeah. I wish I could. Um, I've messed around on the violin and cello and bass, bass guitar. So, yeah. So, out of all of that, what's your favorite? Piano. Piano? Yep. Uh, that's my favorite one. I've written, uh, yeah, I've written quite a few songs on piano. And, uh, people, uh, people tend to like my piano songs better. So. Yeah. And they say I'm better at the piano. I've been playing guitar longer than the piano, so. Yeah. But that's your talent, so. So, uh, so after the first gig, because we keep, I keep getting distracted. Yeah. I want to ask you like twelve thousand questions, but after the first gig, what happened after that? Um, well, I went from playing that one to playing uh, another college called Crown College in front of like eight hundred people. So that was kind of interesting. Wow, and it's so funny because you're so shy in person. So well, how do you do that? The bigger the crowd, 
the less nervous I get because I feel like it's less personal. Yeah, I, that's how I feel too when I sing. If it's like two people, I get weird, but if there's a hundred, it doesn't bug me at all. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I didn't really play any more gigs for a long time. Um, then I played, uh, just started playing open mics again. And then I uh, moved here from Minnesota and started playing open mics at Mocha Moment. We have the blueberry up here because the So it's the beginning of your career here in Wisconsin. Yeah. So, so all the all the Wisconsin humans out there listening, which is pretty much my entire following, because you know this is new, but you should all stop by Mocha Moments on their open mic night, which is the first and third week of the month on Wednesdays. I'm telling you, um, I met Brandon two days ago, literally at the open mic. I heard him sing, and I said to my friend Olivia, who was with me, I have to stay here because I have to talk to him. I have to ask him if he can be on the podcast because his songs are beautiful and very written very well i mean i was very mesmerized the second you started singing so it was kind of cool um when i played love don't prove it seems like seemed like there's a few people that started clapping right when i hit the first chorus yeah so yeah it's kind of flattering yeah it should be because you're good it's normally people like wait till the end of the song and then they're like (laughs) it's like that they have to clap yeah clapping out just when I hit the first chorus it's cool yeah well and then after when you and I started talking he had people coming up to our table and telling him how good he was so <laughs> it wasn't just me who noticed yeah it's rewarding when that happens right um, yeah it's rewarding but I just I'm thinking like well my friend Dustin kicked my butt the other day because he was like, so what are you doing with music? Like, Nothing. He's like, are you kidding me? What's wrong with you? He's like, give, a, give my brother a demo because he works with, you know, whatever record company and stuff. And I think a part of me is just kind of afraid of it. Why? fan of big life changes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just scarred from that big life change I had when I was 16. Yeah. But at the same time, sooner or later I'm going to have to do it. So yeah. I'm going to stop sitting on my hands and just go for it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, the first life change wasn't a good one. Right. But maybe you'll like a good life change. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, you know, I'm 29. I guess I'm gonna be 30 next year. You know, wow, it's terrifying. Do you have any advice for the little young in 20 20s out there? The younger 20s. Yeah, the the ones that aren't gonna be old in the year. Um, <laughs> hold on to your hat. <laughs> That's a good one. I liked it. I was about that. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, person I was when I was 20 compared to the person I am now is a lot different. Right. So, yeah. I feel like your 20s are like the time that teaches you 
the things you're supposed to know when you're 30. Yeah, I think it kind of ends up, uh, you become the person you're going to be for the rest of your life in your 20s, I think. Right. Yeah. I think that too, actually. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, old, but I'm 27, so I start, like, I've started to think, holy crap, my 10-year school anniversary, whatever, is so soon. It's this next year. And, like, my dad's getting older. He had two surgeries this year. You know, it's, you don't think about those things when you're young and in your 20s and doing the 21 drinking thing. And then you kind of slowly start to think, like... Get arrested and stuff. Yeah, you know, just all the crazy stuff that happens. (laughs) So, what do you think is next? Do you want to stay in Wisconsin forever? Do you want to go somewhere else? No, I don't. Um, I'd like to live in L.A. someday. Yeah. It's warm there. That would be nice. Yeah. Awful here. I'm so sick of the weather already. Yeah, you can always uh, go home where you grew up to visit, but... Yeah. I haven't been to where I grew up, up in Monaco, since uh, 2015. I think that's the last time I was in Alaska. It's 2015. Weird. It's yeah. Yeah, my best one of my best friends from back home got married that year, so I was in her wedding. That was the last time I was home too. But it's also dark and cold and dreary there, so. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't it, like stay dark so many months out of the year. Yeah, or it's like dark nine months out of the year. It's awful, and it's snowy and. It's so funny when, you know, we get, like, two inches of snow here and everybody drives, like, super slow. I'm like, really, people? (laughs) Yeah. So, they sell a lot of depression medication there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Big time. They sell, like, UV lamps for your house, like, that you put in just random, you know. To try and make you feel warm. Yeah, give you, like, vitamin D. Yeah. And everybody there takes vitamin D. Yeah. Really, you just have to. It's... You need it. Yeah. So. Prozac and your vitamin D. Yeah, right? Just makes it all together in a smoothie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah where I grew up, got a feed of snow, you know? Yeah. School is canceled because of the snow. Yeah. See, that's another thing that cracks me up is, like, when school gets canceled here, I, like, laugh because I think the entire time I was in school from kindergarten to my senior year, I had two snow days my entire life, and they were both for ice. They weren't even for snow. So I think that a lot of human beings are lucky when they get that little day off and they can go outside and play. Like, they wouldn't even call off, like, it could be, like, negative 20 up there and they wouldn't even call off recess. They'd still make us go outside for 30 minutes. (laughs) so awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, not at all. They don't. They're like, whatever. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for music, do you have any inspirational words for that for people out there who are doing what you're doing? Uh, Maybe something you don't do yourself or... Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like, uh, I guess you got a dream. You gotta go for your dreams, right? Mm-hmm. And go for it. Just don't let your heart get busted if it doesn't work out. Right. That'll be torture for you. 
Mm-hmm. But even if it does, you, you know, keep dreaming. Mm-hmm. Do it again. Yeah. I'm a dreamer, though. I've always had dreams. First was the NFL. Then uh, singer-songwriter stuff. So, I got it, though. It's the only way I can have any motivation to keep going through life with, uh, with having uh, all the problems I got. Nerve damage, epilepsy, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, that's the biggest reason why I have to dream, you know, because I need motivation to go through life. So, yeah. Well, it's very inspirational because a lot of people dream, but they don't do it, you know. Yeah, that's I mean, true. And you're doing it, even if it's just one cafe at a time. Reminder, Mocha Moments, first week of December, that Wednesday, he'll be here. Everybody come listen. <laughs> Might be uh, finding somebody to lend me a guitar, though, because I'm broke. <laughs> that's okay. We'll find you a guitar. It'll be good. My guitar's at the pawn shop right now because I needed food. So everybody out there, if you uh, live in the Janesville area and you know of job openings that are out there and you want to hook a brother up, he uh, doesn't want to work somewhere where minimum wage sucks. He needs to pay his rent. So let's let's <laughs> give some nice, good wage jobs. Thanks. We'd all appreciate that. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. tough right now. The car's in the shop, can't afford to fix it. So, it's not, it's like, when you're a musician, either you make tons of money, or you don't make any money. Right. So, yeah, hopefully I'll make tons of money someday. We're also looking for paying musical gigs out there for any uh, humans who are listening who are interested. You can find him on Reverb Nation. Dot com slash Brandon Kennedy. Yeah, and slash Brandon Kennedy. Make sure you Brandon spell Google. everything right. Google him. He's the sec. Well, you're the first that pops up, but you're kind of the second because there's like this weird intro about some like foot guy. Like, yeah. or no, I said foot guy. I think he's a football player, not foot guy. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, because you, yeah, you have to type in Brandon Kennedy musician. Yeah. But you're definitely the second one. Yeah. It's the second. Yeah. Peace out. That's it. Peace out. You're done. All right. All right. Well, for everybody out there who's still listening, I just want to kind of throw out my uh, social medias. Find uh, ways you can add me. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, and um, Instagram. You can uh, look me up uh, at Flavor by Jessica. Um, we also do have an email account. It's Flavor by Jessica at Outlook.com. And um, I would love to hear your questions, concerns, comments. I'd love to hear your stories. Send me memes. I love dog pictures. Anything really. Um, you've got some shout outs for uh, Brandon here and uh, some words of uh, encouragement for him after you hear how great his music is. Uh, I'm sure he'd love to hear that. Uh, we'd also love to hear from all you people out there who are booking for all that good stuff and jobs. So thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Bye.
Oh, yeah.